0: Welcome to Show Me the Proof, Get to the Point, the B2B marketing podcast where we show you the proof in the form of case studies and success stories, and we get straight to the point so you can learn something valuable and get on with your day. Each week, we'll feature a top B2B marketing leader and discuss their revenue-generating strategies. You'll get actionable tips and learn how to accelerate growth through seriously smart marketing. Now it's time to have a look at the proof and get to the point with your hosts and founders of Proofpoint Marketing, Mike and Gabby Grinberg.
1: Welcome to Show Me the Proof, Get to the Point, where your hosts, Mike and Gabby, And this is the B2B Marketing Podcast where we show you the proof in the form of case studies. And we're going to get straight to the point so you can learn something valuable and get on with your day. And today we are joined by our good friend and just an all-around amazing person. He's Tim Brown. I'm sure you guys know who we're talking about. He's a founder of Hook Agency based in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Hook Agency helps contractors and home service businesses save time and hook better leads with SEO and web design. Welcome, Tim. We love having you on the show.
2: Hey, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to talk through this, uh, what we're doing for our own marketing and kind of share as much of the secret sauce as we possibly can that we've been able to do so far. So
1: awesome the secrets. Yes, well, let's dig right in. I know our audience is going to be really excited to hear from you. And anyone listening out there, everyone listening out there, if you are not following Hook Agency, or Tim Brown, or all the people that work at at Hook on LinkedIn, uh, do so right now. Please do yourself this huge favor. So, Tim, let's dig right in. Let's talk about an awesome campaign that you have lined up for us today.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So I think we wanted to talk about we had a campaign uh, about a month ago or so with a a strategic partnership, a, a referral partner, uh, and we essentially got forty leads in two weeks. So we're gonna talk about what led to that, and um, and besides that, you know, the different things that we're doing in our niche marketing for ourselves, B two B marketing that we're doing for ourselves. That's Essentially, you know, we had 13 leads last week and that's like a, our, our like sales guy's like, I don't know, this isn't enough. You know, like, <laughs> I like, that's a pretty good amount of leads. I like, that, I like that he's like disappointed by 13 leads in one week. That makes me happy.
1: <laughs> that, I think that would make everybody happy, actually. Yeah. Well, so what was the pain point you were trying to solve for? What was the campaign about? And tell us kind of how yeah. you built it internally with your team.
2: Yeah, I think, you know, in our market, you know, we just kind of announced on LinkedIn, but we've been we've been focused on contractors, right? So we're targeting these construction leaders, business leaders. These are our people. And they're pretty down to earth. So maybe it's not even B2B as much as it is, you know, just they're pretty relaxed, you know. They're it, 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 it's B2B, but you know what I'm saying. They're they're it's it's B2H. They're, they're a different breed. Yeah, business to human vibe, you know they're um relaxed and but anyways the the vibe is they hate marketers <laughs> <laughs> they hate marketers and we're selling marketing so what are we what are we going to do here to like relax this tension between marketers which they they need marketing and they ask for it all the time i mean all their so Facebook.
3: let's matters. maybe really quick yeah. uh, just want to sure. interrupt there like yeah. what is it cuz i think that'll set the stage maybe a little bit why is it that they hate marketers
2: they hate marketers because there's a lot of marketers that target this industry construction and roofing that are scammy and spammy and do really kind of like shoddy work and get out and then take like, it's funny because whenever I hear it, it's like, they're like, I spent $2,000 on marketing and got nothing. And they're all mad. And at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, $2,000. I mean, like, you know, like, of course you got nothing, (laughs) you know, like, (laughs) No offense, but like, they don't feel that way. And so on our end, it's kind of like really filtering those clients that have unreasonable expectations on the front end. And Mm -hmm. so what I realized with our own B2B marketing, just, and I, I heard this years ago and I was like, oh yeah, I bet. But it's like marketing ends up being filtering. And I'm sure you guys have faced that with so many of your clients where it's like, so how do we filter this trash? Because like we only have so many sales people with so much sales time and filtering is so important. So it's like that that weird tension of like, we got to attract a bunch and filter. So this is the stage. And the stakes are you fall off on. So we have this strategic partnership. The guy's intense. He's a YouTube influencer in our niche. Mm-hmm. And we're talking to him and he's, he's mean if he doesn't like you, to be honest. I love him. I love the guy. <laughs> But can it, you,
1: can you share his name or is that confidential? Michi
2: Lipinski is his name.
1: Okay. And, okay. And,
2: and the reason he's mean, I gotta, I gotta go into that for a second is because he actually calls out people that do bad stuff in his industry. So when somebody scams, he's like a whistleblower. And so you can imagine how fucking terrifying this would be. Um, it's all it, good. Okay, good. <laughs> you good to To kind of like approach him and and partner with him because but at the same time it's like almost like one of those moments where you're like you're going up to the wizard and you're like is my heart pure you know like that's the vibe that <laughs> felt like we we get up to the top of the mountain and we're like I don't know is my heart pure am I a good marketer a bad marketer and then like he ended up wanting to partner with us we were we were scared but also at the same time this is a little bit of this industry's vibe of like intensity. It's fun, but they're willing to kind of like call people out and be a little bit more like intense. So, and it's great for his content. I will say the the stakes, that's what I feel like I've learned from him and his, because he's got 40,000 YouTube subscribers. He, he jumps on every time he starts a video. There's like, there's conflict in a way. He's like WWF with it a little bit. And there's always stakes, you know, anyways. So. We had this couple weeks span where we were able to, you know, he was promoting it up on his Facebook and his YouTube. He he basically said the number one lead generation system for roofers in 2021 is Google, and this is my partner on Google is Hook Agency. So I was like, we got prized right in the middle of that. And this has been a long game. We've been kind of setting this up for a little while. We really we think he's a great partner. I kind of like the vibe. If, if there is real spam and scam in a, in an industry, I kind of like the calling out vibe. And then I also have just been learning from him on his video styles of like, bring up the intensity. Let's, let's not be scared. You know, let's, uh, let's, let's bring in a little drama. Let's add stakes to the story. The story is boring. So anyways, in this two week period um, from that video, and then we did another live with him. Cause I basically just said, Hey, Anything you want on on content, like I'm there. So he said, Well, video tomorrow live. Okay. And so then I just like trucked it out there and did a video with them live and um just a lot of leads in one big chunk. So 40 leads in two weeks, kind of intense, and um a lot of them really smack dab in the middle of our niche construction and roofing. So so,
3: so let's t- talk about let's dive into the details because I'm gonna yeah. I think let's do it. A, a lot of a lot of folks listening are gonna they, everybody knows what strategic partnerships are maybe even conceptually what they should be. Yeah. But I think where, you know, the, where the rubber meets the road is like the activation, what talk us through the details. Like you mentioned, it was the long game. Yeah. What did it take to get there? And then how have you leveraged it? And how are you planning and leveraging in the future? Maybe too. Yeah, and I would
1: I would yeah. also add just one quick thing, Tim. If you can break down some of the vehicles in this partnership, you know, yep, what, sure. did you use a landing page? You talked yep. about a live video. So yep. tell us also some of the components that were part of this campaign.
2: Yeah, and I will say this one's a little wily and out there, so it might be hard to reproduce some of the components. But I'll try to give as much of it as I can. We had a large a, a blog post out there that is essentially like. Um, talking about a competing solution to the same problem, which is contractors need more and better leads, right? So we did a we did a landing or a blog post about that and just curated reviews and it was Home Advisor because Home Advisor a lot of contractors hate Home Advisor, so on and so forth. So, anyways, we just curated all those reviews and I just updated today. I put a very positive one at the top because I'm trying to give both sides counterpoint, right? content with a counterpoint and then so
3: pretty much just just to clarify you were pretty much comparing the existing platforms out there like the home advisor versus kind of doing it yourself and bringing your own
2: yeah and we believe i mean it comes down to our kind of like our contrarian belief in the market which is we believe you should own your marketing and that you shouldn't you you absolutely can use an agency obviously but like to pay a different platform to then build their marketing systems and then give you those leads is, is good for them, but not really good for your long-term marketing flywheel. So like, we believe, we believe that let's seriously Like we really believe that. So um, that blog post has done very, very well. Let's just say like, and it's like, I think people are scared to like go after or curate negative reviews to a competitor and, I just am not because I know that they're actually not great. So I just like, you know, whatever. Um, In that case, we embedded one of his videos in that blog post. And then he was seeing on his analytics on on YouTube because it has like hundreds of people looking at every single day. He was seeing his analytics and seeing like where the views were coming from. And they're coming from hook agency because we we rank like fifth for the term home advisor, which, as you can imagine, is like. Sixty thousand searches a month. So, then he reached out to us and asked us if we could do SEO on his website. Um, And so this this is this
3: is your referral partner we're talking about. Yes, partnership, Dimitri.
2: Exactly. And so he asked us if we could do marketing for him and so services. Let's say, like, kind of broaden this out. He asked for services because we did something excellent that he wanted, you know, maybe in on. Um, and then we did services for him for a couple months. And then we, we essentially worked out a deal where we could kind of do a half trade. So like kind of trade for services. Mm -hmm. This is getting a little esoteric out there for, for other people to apply to themselves. But the idea is like this back and forth where it's good for him. And it's good for us to be in this relationship. We serve the same audience. And so Mm -hmm. now we've got this collaboration going. He has this big YouTube following we have this big organic traffic. I don't know if you call it falling. We just know know how to attract business from Google. And then, so that was kind of the nucleus of this partnership. And then it's essentially just grown over time. And now, you know, we're sponsoring, you know, we're, we're exhibiting at events with him. We've got a a international roofing show coming up with, uh, you know, we're doing a joint exhibition where they've got some stunt stuff going on and we're going to roast websites. So like, these are the types of things where we're learning from him. And then also, you know, he knows how to get attention, you know, just finding people, I think, in your niche that know how to get attention
3: mm-hmm. and
2: trying to, my, my, I mean, my real purpose is to try to be useful to, to that person because it's kind of like, you, you know, the whole thing with money and, and attention and similar, you stand next to a waterfall, you're bound to get wet. I'm going to be useful to the people with attention as much as I possibly can because I know how valuable that attention is. It sounds kind of like teacher's pets suck up a little bit, but like ultimately I've seen this work very well. So that's where Mm -hmm. we go out. And a lot of times we'll we'll create content with different people with attention and and really try to make them look cool. Um, Yeah. You know, putting video out on our Social channels, and that's why we still do a lot of LinkedIn, even though a lot of contractors aren't there. There's a lot of referral partners are there, and that's been really good for us. So back to this specific couple week period where we got a ton of leads. A lot of that was on Facebook. That's and, awesome. And we know that contractors are on Facebook. Our our ideal customer is on Facebook. We were available. We we commented. We interacted with that content we
3: yeah so we, was that was that content you put out or was that content he was putting out promoting putting you guys out. and you yeah and we were he he
2: was putting out and we were part of it so there was no we didn't pay him directly for that we sponsor his channel but he wasn't he's one of those guys that's kind of like you it's like working with an influencer where like they'll they'll get to you when they get to you but when they get to you it's good you know what Sorry, i mean like, I,
1: Actually, yeah. I was going to ask. So tell tell us a little bit. You mentioned Dimitri. He's a really big guy in in the, in the this yeah. niche space that you're in. Uh, contractors and service businesses. Yeah. What does he do specifically? Does he offer a service? Is yeah. he a competitor to you? Is he more simpatico to your business? What does he do?
2: Yeah, he's kind of like, a, so he does like kind of a roofing business school type thing where he's okay. teaching. You know, these are a lot of the guys that we've partnered with. We offer marketing services they offer like coaching and and those types of things and they, they offer classes so he does classes around the country and you know the youtube it's like real business the youtubing <laughs> you know like i i feel like an old man when i just the way i just said that
3: <laughs> the these kids these days with their tiktoks and their youtubes no, but it's like dude make he's making
2: real money that way that's like real part of his business like, so, the so an, YouTube traffic.
1: An interesting point that I want to make with what you're saying here is that this guy, Dimitri, um, is a bona fide, verified sort of influencer in the space. Yeah. He's got a big following and he's providing a service that's different than what Hook does, right? He's yeah, not, you yeah. guys are not competing on the same service. Yeah. So yeah, that's in- a really. Really interesting point that when people are looking to create referral partnerships um, to find somebody, like you said, Tim, in the space that has a following and that you guys are not competing on services. That's kind of a a no brainer, but we should we should mention it no matter that.
2: I'll say this is every once in a while he has something that feels a little bit like competition. I think it's been really good for me to just like it doesn't matter that much. Like they offer unlimited graphic designers, things like that like yeah he kind of has he talks about these things so obviously he's going to start taking some of that the service things and offering that people are asking for most commonly Mm -hmm. it's been really good for me to just like not care because like think about that 40 leads in two weeks like do I care if he has some kind of competing service type thing? Do, do you
3: have an idea? How many, uh, I don't know if you, if any of them have closed so far, but have, yeah. have any of them closed? Um, like how much business has it generated? I don't know if you know this.
2: I mean, we're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars of business that's closed. Um, so far. Or, yeah. Related to
3: this. Um, um, so I'm assuming the, the ROI is months. pretty good. I mean, I don't know how much you guys are with yeah. the what the exchange is, but I don't know how much um, you want to share, but.
2: Yeah. I mean, no, I mean, this is like this is b2b this is deep this is and also like i don't feel like most people listening to this are going to be competition with us it's like not that expensive we're paying like 1.5k a month for a sponsorship um are you know it's a lot of it is like we've got little trade things going on like we are doing some free work like we're making his personal website and we're we traded that for like a more premium sponsorship and things like Mm -hmm. that So like, it's kind of that nitty gritty of like willing to trade for services when they need what you have kind of thing that was useful for us. And I've, I've always kind of made my business that way where I just, I never, I mean, somebody messes with me about it, but like, I don't pay full price if I don't have to. And (laughs) I, and I'm going to try to do more trade stuff because, Hey, we've got time um, you know, especially now that we've got a 14-person team, I've got a little bit more time to maybe do some little bits and pieces that are like strategic partnership focus. I think that's the best part about scaling a little bit is like I can focus a little bit more on those like referral partnership pieces. And like I think hot take, I just think everything on social media, all marketing is always in support of referral partnership. Everything's in support of referral partnership. So like everything we do on marketing, remarketing ads that hey that reminds our referral partners social media linkedin referral partner you know like every i feel like everything i do feels like it's in support of that it's just like uh, marketing to the people that tell the story kind of thing it's not always just i'm always trying to just hit contractors
3: per se so let's let's talk a, a little bit further down tactics sure what again talk, let's talk about so you mentioned facebook you know he was putting out content uh, that included you guys yeah tactically what else have, how else have you leveraged this partnership like let's be more specific in terms of channels yeah um content mediums yeah i mean we
2: stuff. the the types of things that we're getting specifically um you know he has a podcast so we're a sponsor like uh, we get an ad on that podcast we're, we're mentioned on the website itself we are also basically Creating content on his website, and he's given us permission to essentially like promote ourselves in that content. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think one of the things for us tactically is just us our our team, and I think team social marketing is the only way you can really knock out heavy duty like deals with social these days. It's hard. It's hard. I mean, and I'm not saying that social media from the brand isn't good. But like, it's like five people on your team that kind of like, and I'll be honest, like just for Gabby and Mike, you guys in particular, you probably see our team right now is going nuts on social. That's because we're in a social like design challenge and we don't care if it's not, if it's good. It just, everyone has to post once a day. So it's like a challenge. I think that's fun though. Like doing a challenge with your team. Yeah. and, And then we have like, you know, inviting three or five people on our team into these groups with contractors on Facebook and like, just being like, soak it up. I kind of had to say, like, I had to give caveats of like, do you don't, you don't care too much about your Facebook, do you? Because if you get into five of these roofing groups, it's kind of like burning your account, like a little bit, like (laughs) it's boring. (laughs) Like you, you sign into Facebook and there's a bunch of like roofer content. Like, so, but, but I think being, multiple people and just being nice and being useful so it's never really super salesy nothing we do is even our outbound sales is like so soft it's hilarious um but i'm not saying that we're like the best at that or anything but the point is, is like when we're on these groups on facebook multiple like five people on our team are in these roofing groups we're just being nice and being useful so that's something that i think people could do and can do just what's the platform they're all on how can we involve more of our actual people in these groups? Because they just, people don't respond to the logo and it's really hard to do anything unless you're like having just human to human conversations. So.
1: Yeah. Well, Tim, I, I love this conversation. I think we could probably go on forever and ever and ever. Um, Let's get to the point. So you've shared a lot of really good details about this referral partnership how you started it, why you started it, and the amazing results that it's brought, as well as the ROI. Some of the, the big hundreds of thousands of dollars is now coming in from this. Let's talk about how other B2B marketers listening today, how could they um, take your strategy of a referral partnership and replicate it on their side?
2: Yeah, I really think the first thing is making that list of who owns the audience's attention, who are the, who's got the big... The, the podcast, the YouTube channels. YouTube's real, man. YouTube's got, I mean, <laughs> I think I thought like a year ago, I just wasn't thinking about it at all. Like you think about YouTubers like they're kids or something. Anyways, so <laughs> you find the 10, you know, I just did this yesterday. Find the 10 YouTube accounts that have the attention in your space and start commenting, but also mm-hmm. reaching out specifically to them. But it's like, how can I be useful to you? What, can we do? what do we have that's excellent? And for us, maybe it's a podcast and then we're creating little short videos from it and giving them those videos for their social accounts. But for you, it might be something else. What else does your team have as far as resources? Do you have an extra, do you have a graphic designer that has half their week available? You know, what extra resources do you have around where you could demonstrate excellence and be useful for them? and their marketing, what is the result they're trying to accomplish? Can you help them? Can you, and and, and I send them whiskey sometimes, but you know, <laughs> hey, you know, but like, basically. That's just to sweeten the deal though. Yeah, it's just to sweeten the deal. I send them nice bottles of like $80 bottles of whiskey, they like it. Oh,
3: so nice. we find
2: the people with attention and then we're nice. And we're um, trying to do things that are useful for their marketing. And that <laughs> kind of shows them, hey, this team like, they go a little bit above and beyond for what is this? Like, what is the, like, They, all, I think they think to themselves, like, what am I getting myself into? Why are they doing this for me? Perfect. I don't even have a motive. I'm just trying to be present and be useful. I, I totally have a motive. I want business from them eventually, but I don't need it now. And that's powerful. And I think that's kind of like the strategy, make the list of the people that have the attention, find a way to be excellent to them, Maybe send them a bottle of whiskey or wine or whatever they're up to. Or what find find,
1: find out, do that research, do that homework and find yeah. out, do they like whiskey? Maybe. Do they like scotch Maybe. better, right? I mean, Maybe
2: you got to know. Wine drinkers
3: or whatever. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's why I like having like the roofing niche in particular, because they always like whiskey for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, the simplicity well, of like, just to understand. Yeah. Like, how could we how can we be useful to them i think that that's really what it comes down to
1: and then when you get to that point where you've you know you've made your list yeah. you've done your outreach you've demonstrated your value yeah. and now you're getting to the point where okay the rubber hits the road now this this influencer this referral partner has seen your value has has now said yep let's make this official so tell us a little bit about how you would recommend for somebody you know b2b marketer listening out there today how can they take what they've just cultivated, all that value, all that goodwill into actually forming a partnership?
2: I think our best ones, yes, we have like a simple one page kind of referral partnership type thing. In some cases, we, we give them money for sending us a specific piece of business. A lot of them are informal though, just to be honest, the ones that we have. And the best ones, I think though, we kind of have like a twice a year or every quarter kind of content creation strategy with them for social media to, to do a little back and forth on our social media channels and awareness. And it's weird, like I've seen now, it's been pretty consistent where it's like, it doesn't seem that big of a deal, but like one lead per podcast, just in general, like once you have this sweet spot of like, I know this audience likes our content, one podcast, one lead, that's a beautiful trade-off. I'll trade one hour of my time for one warm lead any day. So I think more, more face of company people, more, even just business leaders, whether they're the owner or a marketing manager at these places could get in a, could get in the rat, like the uh, circuit for mm-hmm. a podcast. And once you get on two or three, you're on many. And like, it's not, I don't do hard ass on these podcasts at all, but we generally, we see a pretty good uh drip back of of leads that that say podcast sometimes i don't even know which one but like that say a podcast that i was on or something so i think that's a total um you know specific tactic that that leads to business too and and sometimes it's you know uh, a official strategic partnership and sometimes it's just like that content rhythm Mm -hmm. i think two times a year is great i think yeah for for these types of people.
1: All right. So one final question. And I'm surprised that I'm asking it. Maybe Mike's thinking it and he's not getting the the, the word in edgewise. Let's talk about measurements. How are you sort of you know qualifying and, and quantifying and keeping track of your lead sources? And you know, and what sort of tools do you use for that when you work with referral partners?
2: Yeah. Um we have <laughs> we've tried, you know, all the fancy ones. We, we you know we've been we've gone all in on Salesforce and Pipe drive and spent time and energy on the, all those and just kind of always come back to just Google sheets.
0: So okay. really really
2: fancy tracking here. Uh, what I I think we have the best granular attribution around real closed deals because every single closed deal current re- recurring customer client that we have that we have in it like where they came from you know, like, and like the graph, the circle graph of like where everything's coming from. So that it just rem- like we we can look at that quarterly or yearly and say, all right, allocations for where we're spending our time into this direction. And um, yes, we have, you know, every single lead gets some kind of like note on where it came from. And mm-hmm. so, you know, we can review and, and continue to push into that as well as sales i like i like the sales and marketing department it's me and tracy tracy and i <laughs> we have the meeting every week and i have encouraged him we have i just say attribution story so i like to think in terms of stories and for me like it encourages him to ask and it encourages us to talk through like what were the real emotional moments in their journey that this that this happened and And that's where I think you know, he kind of I asked him for a couple turns in the journey. You know what I mean? So because it's usually not one. You know, it's usually not just we came to the website and we turned into a business. You know, an opportunity. Mm -hmm. It's usually like I found you on this podcast. Then I saw your remarketing ad. Then I connected with you on Facebook, and then you know, like it's like a lot of turns, and I like having that to. It's it, my version of marketing is nice and soft. I mean, we've got great numbers, but ultimately at the end of the day, I really don't, I, I don't really make that many decisions by numbers. I make it by like broad strokes. I do see like when, obviously when there's like 40 leads from somewhere, obviously I'm going to push into that direction, but I don't get super granular until it's like a closed deal. And then I'm like, I want to know all about it. I want to know mm-hmm. all about it. How that person came to, because, you know, focusing on leads, you can get really distracted because there's a lot of bad leads. So
1: sure. Absolutely. This is awesome. So I think you showed us the proof. You got to the point. Mike, is there any other last questions you want to ask or get or get to know? Oh, from... You
3: stole my last question. I know... time oh, around, I'm so...
1: sorry. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I always talk measurement. No, it's fine. Um, but I tell you what, I think it's about that time for us to jump into the lightning round.
1: Before we do, I want to recap quickly for our audience. So um, so just to recap what you were saying about getting to the point about taking this idea of a referral partnership and how you can bring that into your own marketing. So, Tim, just kind of work with me here. We, we said first you said find the sources, find the, the people that are out there that are killing it, that are in your market or that are talking to the same people that you're talking to. Yep. Next is add value. Get your whole team involved in adding value to that person, to that Thank referral you. source. Even before brokering any sort of relationship, you're you're really advocating this different currency which is content, value, partnership, camaraderie, really bridging the gap between those, you know, online with with the person whom you're courting, let's just yeah. say. And then once um, once your, your value has been shown and it's been proven that you're the right partner, uh, then it's just kind of negotiating, figuring out what that looks like. In some cases, it's a verbal handshake. In other cases, it's a more formal um, agreement. That's Those terms are in place. Um, and then it's just delivering, right? And then it's just doing what you do best, going out there, working with that referral partner and bringing home the leads, baby, right? Yeah.
2: Yep. And I just want to throw one note just a caveat to the I've found that we've gotten the most leads from people where we didn't have a official partnership in place, weirdly. I don't know. Okay. Sometimes I feel like those kind of and I try. I try because it's like at least reminds them that I care. I try, but like a lot of them we get them from people that don't have. So I feel like just I think it's good to have a loose one in place and allow a signature and say what you're willing to give, but being okay and, and knowing that you asking is the most important part.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Thank you so much, Tim. All right, Mike, let's jump to that lightning round. I'll let you take the lead on the lightning round.
3: All right. So the lightning round, again, it's just quick questions, generally marketing related. So let's start here. What's the main KPI you use to evaluate your marketing success? Sales qualified leads. What's a new marketing strategy or tactic that you're looking forward to testing out this year?
2: Back and forth uh, collaborations with people
3: on YouTube. What's a tool or platform you use in your work that you couldn't live without? Google docs. That seems to be a common one.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
3: Uh, what's your favorite business word or phrase?
1: It could also be your least least favorite. favorite. Yeah.
2: Uh, my least favorite synergy, my most favorite leads. I don't know. <laughs>
3: I think we're going to change this to least favorite. That, that yeah. Like I the least
2: favorite is more fun. I, I think everyone hates the word synergy. Maybe not.
3: Uh, what is your favorite podcast?
2: Building a st- uh, story brand. I think it's called business made simple now.
3: Mm-hmm. Good one. What is your favorite business or marketing book?
2: You know what? I'm going to go with... Uh, I can't stop. I can't stop myself. 10X Rule.
1: So 10x, 10X Rule by
2: Grant Cardone. And okay. Everyone loves to hate this guy. So be prepared for haters if you talk about him because he is a little <laughs> that's
3: That's how you know you made it big, right? If you yeah. you got, got enough haters, that means you've, you've made it. Yeah. It, basically, his um, whole thing is just, just... Never mind. It's lightning round. <laughs> <laughs> Last question, which is... Who is a B2B marketing expert you admire on LinkedIn? Gabby and Mike
2: Grimberg.
0: <laughs> Good Flattery answer. Not
1: <laughs> well, thank you so much, Tim. This was awesome. We loved having you on the show. We always love chatting with you guys, with you and your whole team. Thank you, everyone, for listening. This show is sponsored by Proofpoint Marketing. And at Proofpoint, we believe marketing means nothing if it doesn't help you achieve stronger business outcomes. If you're looking to partner with a high performing team of revenue marketers who don't just tout tactics but prove them, Reach out to us at Proofpoint Marketing, Tim. It was a pleasure. Everyone listening, please make sure you're following Tim and the whole Hook Agency team on social media, and we will see everyone uh, very soon. Thank Maybe you. Do
2: it. Maybe do it after we finish this social media challenge, because otherwise, you're all, the only thing in your feed will be Hook Agency.
1: But... Oh, okay. So yeah, and we don't want to we don't want to <laughs> skew the results. Yeah. So in two weeks' time, go and like Hook Agency and follow yeah. Tim, but not now. <laughs>
3: All right. Thank you, Tim. This is fun.
0: Thanks for tuning in to the Show Me The Proof, Get To The Point podcast. Join us weekly for new episodes and seriously smart B2B marketing success stories. We'll show you the proof and get to the point every time. Find additional resources on the Proofpoint website, www.proofpoint.marketing, including the full episode library with show notes, guides, templates, and more great resources. If you like this episode, don't forget to subscribe. And please leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts.